On today's episode of Jib Talk, we're diving in with five super practical tips that you can do on your channel, regardless of its size, to get those super fast wins. Okay, let's do this. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I am a tech blogger, a YouTuber, and the director of customer success here at vidIQ, where every day we help creators big and small level up their channels, get more subscribers, more views in less time. And it's sometimes those super little helpful tidbits of information that really can help a channel grow. So today I have Alan Spicer, who's part of our customer success team. He is our YouTuber in residence, lots of previous experience helping people, helping brands really level up their channel. And he's going to help us with a couple of very quick wins that anyone can do right now. So Alan, welcome to Tube Talk. Thank you very much for having me, Leroy. So, Alan, you've been there, you've been in the trenches, you've done it for yourselves, you've done it for your customers, and now, of course, you're helping VidIQ customers understand their channels, understand their content. Let's talk about a couple of quick wins that we should all be looking at, but maybe we perhaps not looking and not doing. What will be tip number one for us? Okay, um, one of the, the biggest and easiest things that's available to everybody is pinned comments. Now, basically, you have control over your own comment section and you have control over your own back catalogue. So when people are scrolling through your comments and you're not using the ability to pin and push traffic, then you're missing out. Basically, people will scroll down to read your comments or to leave a comment themselves. And if you've pinned your own video in a link or you've started a discussion at the start of the, the comment section, this helps engage people. Not only can it push you to any videos that you've mentioned in that video, but it can also start fostering links between other videos that you want to maybe slowly over time build suggestions to. So therefore, funneling further into your content, pushing people towards your wonderful brain and your wonderful creations, and hopefully over time triggering the algorithm to constantly suggest you over and over again in that pattern. Okay, so basically, we, I've uploaded a video today. So you're saying what I should be doing is when I finish uploading, my work's not done. One of the first things I should be doing is going to my own video, write a comment on my own video, and maybe on that comment, I say something like, oh, you like this topic? Well, I've actually done a previous video about this or something similar, and here is a link to that video. And then pin that comment so it stays right at the top of that comment feed. The result is people see that video, they go down to the comments because they want to comment themselves, but they see your pinned comment and they go, oh, hold on, there's another video on this topic. Click, which basically means you're driving your audience from one video to the next, which is something that YouTube absolutely loves. Okay, so I love that idea. And then the one thing you also mentioned about starting engagement. Can you expand on that as well? Yeah, like they've obviously come there to the video to engage in that topic. Now, I, I create educational content, so I actively teach people how to use the YouTube platform. Now, if I ask them a question, everyone loves to give their own opinion, right? So if it's like, what was your favorite part of this video? Okay, maybe. But what are you struggling with? 
Um, mm. Is there any other tips that you would offer? That way you can kind of not only get advice and video ideas from them. So like, what are you struggling with? Okay, I can note those two or three video ideas down and maybe make a video on them. But engaging them, starting a conversation, and then you can jump in and keep replying to them, keeping them engaged, keeping them coming back. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So the mistake that we all do is we say, hey, thanks for watching. Well, that's a one-way conversation. You've just said thanks. There's nothing to reply to that. But I like that idea, and we've mentioned on previous episodes as well, where you say, hey, thanks for hanging out here. Which was your best tip? Or how would you implement this tip on your channel? And kind of drawing that information out of people. And that's a great tip about using the comment section to develop your next video idea. So comments, 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 underrated feature, Pinned your comment and use it for your next topic. Super. Okay, tip number one, pin comment. Tip number two, what would that be? Immunity taps. Now, I'm aware that this was for a very long time a beta, but the community tab is now available to anyone that's in the YouTube partnership program. Anyone that's got their 1,000 subscribers and the 4,000 hours of watch time. Now, the reason why the community tab is so powerful is those were 1,000 people that watched those 4,000 hours worth of watch time and therefore wanted to see more of you. Now, at this point in time, I've just passed around about 24,000 subscribers. So in my case, that means 24,000 people that want to hear more from me. So what I do is I use the community, the community tab to build that engagement. Now, there is a specific method that I use as well. Because of the way that we are indoctrinated in this current world we realize when we're being advertised to so i go down the route of one of four um posting methods one poll because everybody loves to give an opinion and you can post a poll on absolutely anything should pineapple be on pizza did you like my last video what are you struggling with views subscribers even if you're you're tapping into the latest news on tv okay so poll first Pictures, because a picture paints a thousand words and you can emotively pull someone in and then that way they can engage or they can caption or they can laugh with you. Three, post. This is just text individually. You can put a link in it if you so wish. That's fine. Right. But once again, this is you communicating with your audience. Now, the final and one I would highly suggest you avoid is just flat out posting your video because they will see it as an advert. And I've, mm. I've got statistics on my own community tab in itself that highlights that people see it as just an advert and ignore it flat out. They don't even like it. They don't leave comments. They just ignore it. So if you engage with a poll, a picture or a post, they're more likely to engage. Now, this engagement is engagement on your channel that shows YouTube that you can bring people to the platform stay on the platform, interact with the platform. And that's all the YouTube algorithms asking you to do. Keep people on the platform for as long as possible, even if you haven't posted videos that day. That way you're still bringing people in to tell them about your life behind the scenes, your next video idea, that kind of thing. Yeah, love it. I think that the polls is great. It's nice and simple. People love to vote on polls. And don't forget that anytime you upload something into your community tab essentially it's a notification so those subscribers will see it in their feeds basically if they engage with you 
it tells YouTube, hey, here's a super fan. Here is someone who loves my stuff. Therefore, when you upload your next video, it starts to recommend them even more to that particular audience. Uh, now, you mentioned you shouldn't upload or send a link to your own videos in there. How do you feel about sending links to maybe an older video? Something like, hey guys, this is where I was a year ago. Um, see how much the world has changed since. Something like that. Or would you recommend never to post links to your own videos? Um, it's pure and simply the fact that the mind's eye now understands what an advert was. Like five, ten years ago, pay-per-click advertising worked fantastically well because we didn't understand what it was. It looked organic. Now, people posting videos look advertising. Now, mm. you can still post links, but you have to be smart with it. So what I do is I hide it or interact with it within the other three types of posts. So it could be, have you seen my latest video? Poll, yes, no, maybe, I'm a dolphin, or whatever you happen to do with a funny post in my case. And then because I've asked them, have, have you seen my latest video? I then put the normal URL link within the actual poll question. Uh -huh. okay. and, it, and then they can choose to click through. That way, if they want to vote, they can vote. If they want to comment, they can comment. If they want to then see the link, great. That way I see more actual click-through rates, actual engagement with that link, rather than them just going, oh, no, it's just, it's just promoting. Right, right, right. That one. So self-promotion, people see that it's self-promotion and they tend to ignore it. But other things like funny memes, things that are more your personality, behind-the-scenes kind of images, those all really do well. And of course, polls, polls, polls. We love them. People love to vote. Always use those. Okay, love it. So pinned comment, tip number one. Community tab, tip number two. What is tip number three? Now, this one has become one of my own personal super weapons recently. It's timestamps within the video description. Now, they've been around for a while, but they weren't as powerful as they are now. In the good old days, you put in timestamps and they'd work like annotations, and they would jump to where they are. Now, you put in timestamps, in which you start with 0, dot, dot, zero, zero, and then as you add timestamps within the video, placed on the, the timeline, you can actually scrub through the viewing bar of the video, and it adds its own little subtitle, its own little chapters, like you would expect on DVDs. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why this is so powerful for me is that... Each one of these subclips are also now indexable in not only YouTube, but in Google search results as well. So if I'm making a video about the 10 steps on how to optimize your YouTube video, for example, and I'm telling you about your pinned comments, and I'm telling you about your end screens, your info cards, that kind of thing. Each one of those little timestamps, in theory, if you was to search for how to add an end screen, there's a chance that that little timestamp could be pulled out directly into Google search. A video result could be found and then people are pulled in via the search results back to that video. So this way you're expanding the net in which you can get be caught, not only in the YouTube search, mm. but in every related possible search for those timestamps in search as well. Okay. So we're talking, we're talking about good old fashioned SEO, indexing the information from the description, and then Google itself pulling that information to maybe answer somebody's question who happens to be doing a search, right? Yes, yes. And obviously with 
Google being the first largest search engine on the internet, owning the second largest search engine, second largest search engine on the internet being YouTube, the more you can feed the beast, the algorithm, the more you can help them, then the more chance that you're going to be able to pull in an audience externally to start session watch time. And then once again, that's more positive signs coming towards the platform. It shows that you can bring in people that aren't normally on that platform or haven't been on that platform today, mm. which is yet another positive sign towards you being a traffic pusher. Okay, so don't ignore your description. So you can use them obviously for the timestamps, but I've seen a lot of people simply do one-liners in their description thinking it's good enough. That's a big mistake. Fill out your description, give good, valuable SEO, searchable keywords, make it rich, and then use your timestamps to get people to jump around your video. Now, a common question that we get all the time is, yes, Alan, if I'm going to put timestamps, doesn't that mean that my watch time and retention is going to be much lower because someone is simply going to jump to tip number two and tip number 10, and then I'm not going to watch the rest. So I've lost all of that. Um, there, there is an argument for that. However, I've, I found that pressing on those actually shows YouTube engagement. If you have a look at your audience retention graphs, you go into your video, you click analytics, you click, um, I believe it's under reach. No, it's actually on the, the standard page, sorry, and scroll all the way down to the bottom. Now you'll see retention. What you'll actually see is little spikes within those retention graphs where people have either reround or jumped to it. I found these as little nuggets of gold because if you've made longer videos, so say if I, I've made a 15 minute long video giving 20 tips and on the audience retention graph, I see a spike at around about tip three and tip three is all about once again, adding end screens. I know that my audience is very, very interested in how to make end screens. So therefore it's given me a hint, oh, maybe I should make a dedicated video about that information all about end screens because mm. clearly my audience are interested in that. So not only can you take the analytic data from them hopping around in it, but they're more likely to be more retained if they've jumped to a point that they were truly interested in. They yep. might even engage a bit more. They might take it in a bit more. So it's, 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 it swings and roundabouts, a very <laughs> British saying. Yes, yes, it might, might cause um, you to lose some watch time, but I'd much rather have a very engaged person watching the bit that they want rather than someone that's not engaged at all, getting bored and clicking away before Completely. they even realise it's buried in minute seven. Kind of yeah, example. and it builds your authority because you're there to give value to your audience. You're not there to waste their time. If somebody knows the rest of the tips, but they're going to learn two or three new things from you, well, great. It just positions you even better. And we all know that YouTube is about building that community, getting that audience to like what you do. You're adding value to their lives. Therefore, when they have a question, they know to come back to the person that they trust. So yeah, I like that idea. Um, also a good tip about looking at those little spikes. Maybe there's some hints in there. Maybe people want more information about that particular topic. Does that mean you can make an entire video around that particular topic? But the one thing we always say at VidIQ, and we say this to everyone, you've got to test it. So not everyone's channel is exactly the same. Try timestamps, look at your analytics, see what the data tells you. If you're getting good positive signals, carry on. If you're one of those channels that isn't, just don't do them. That's the nice thing about the analytics. We get results pretty darn quickly to make those decisions. Okay, 
so pen comment we've got number two community tab number three timestamps number four is shorts tell me about shorts yes now at the moment it's in very limited beta um because of tiktok being banned in india and india being a very large market youtube has decided to go after the younger creative audience in other words we, we was a little late to this tiktok thing but if we can indoctrinate the the indian based audiences we can learn a lot and then hopefully start growing that base now shorts are vertical format videos that are under a minute in length that don't necessarily have to be but can be tagged with the hashtag shorts and will show up in a shelf on your mobile device under the suggested video related to the topic you are creating content on mm. now i've been testing this personally um not only on my main channel where i teach youtube but also a side channel where it's 90% my cat, if I'm, if I'm <laughs> honest. Um, and, and weird comedy. So the idea was that you could, no matter the size of your channel, get your eyes in front of an audience that is relevant and related to your content. So initially, I made about 15 videos on my main channel teaching YouTube content. Once again, anywhere between um, zero and 60 seconds. And in that case, those videos were like how to get subscribers, how to get more views, which is fine. So mm. those are a chance that those will show up against other YouTube creators. Now, I started the second channel to deliberately be completely different or unniched. The idea being that I could go to Google Trends, have a look what's trending that day, say Rafa, Rafa Nadal wins another Grand Slam, and then Manchester United becomes Premier League champions. And then yeah. The Rock gets voted in as, as, as president. I can make a YouTube short and there's a chance that that could then be placed on a shelf against relevant trending videos and get me views. Now, this is working. Um, a fresh new channel, 50-odd subscribers. And in a week, that 50-odd subscriber channel now has around about 3,500 views. And around mm -hmm. about 70% of those are from unknown or direct traffic, which we are theorizing is coming from the shorts. And it's not directly affecting your algorithm effect chances either. So once again, it's an experiment that you can try right now and anyone can try right now. All you need to do is create the content, upload the content and maybe leaning to some kind of trends or your niche mm. and then see how it goes. Okay. We've actually got an entire podcast dedicated just to shorts. So we go deep into what Alan has just said. We've got a lot of data. So if you want to look out for that, it's on Tube Talk. Look for the ultimate guide to shorts. Alan is just confirming that he has tried it and he's seeing great results. And what I love about shorts, Alan, is that also it's a good way for a creator to just have fun again and just experiment and not worry about the algorithm and 60 seconds or less and you're creating a new channel and just makes it fun because as you know once your channel starts to grow and you're finding your audience it just becomes a little bit i'm not going to say less fun but it's more rigid it's more on topic you can't just yeah. do something about your cat 
followed by Arnold Schwarzenegger, followed <laughs> by, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't really flow. But you can have a bit of fun on a shorts channel, which I find is really, really cool. So we go deep into that topic. Go and check out that. In fact, I'll link that in the show notes in case you missed that episode. But tip number five, you talk about signals. Let's talk about that. What is that? Okay, so a very important thing on YouTube is audience retention. Um, the longer you retain someone, the better the video is deemed by YouTube, the more likely it is to move up in rankings, the more impressions it will get, the more chances it will get to be clicked on if you've got a decent thumbnail. And from just retaining someone consistently, time after time, it could make that video break out and go viral or just outperform other videos in your channel. Now, the reason I highlight that there's signals that you need to worry about is many people are consistent in their normal way of talking in normal human life. So if you want to go home when you're at the end of a party, you start hinting that you're tired <laughs> or you, you, you stand up and you put your coat on or you, you, you nudge people towards the door because it's time to go home, Uncle Jeff. We're done. Now, the problem with that when it comes to YouTube videos is that if you've made a four-minute video and around about two and a half minutes in, you're hinting that and that's how you add end screens to YouTube videos. Well done. You've just told the audience that you want them to leave, whether you've actually finished your video or not. Now, this can hurt your video retention and the lower the audience retention, the less chance it is to be floated higher up in search. And these signals could be as simple as, oh, and when you're ready, there's a video over here and this video is all about blah, 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 blah. And you're talking for 20, 30 seconds. You're telling people where your end screens are. You're telling people where your social media happens to be. Mm. Next week, I'm making a video about this. If you're, if you're done with the video, you need to retain as many people in that video as possible so you can push them to your next video. What I tend to do is I already have, by the time I start making a video, I know the video that I want to push them to in my head, even mm -hmm. before I've recorded the video. That way I know that they've watched this one and I know that if they really liked this one, this one complements that one. So maybe I'm talking about how to break the YouTube algorithm, but to break the YouTube algorithm, you now have to retain people. So why don't you watch this retention video and I'll see you soon. Right. That was very quick. You didn't get a, a hint for mm -hmm. a minute that I was leaving. I've just gone, and just go and click on this one. And I'm done. I'm gone. I'm out the door. I've got my coat. Uncle Jeff's gone home. I'm sorted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think the biggest mistakes people make is at the end of the video, they go, <sighs> thank you guys for hanging out here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. As soon as we hear that, we know that it's done. And we're already kind of clicking away and looking for something else to watch. But if you do what Alan just said, which is, spring the next video on link to it that makes sense hey if you want more tips and tricks on the youtube algorithm i've got a video right here and go check that one out it gets people to move from your one video to the next video to the next video and that is gold for youtube and you can see this information in your retention graph go look at the last bit and see are people who get to the very end of your video do they abruptly leave or do they tailor off slowly and where are you sending them to 
be specific, be purposeful, and have the idea in mind already where you're going to send them to so that it's not a something you have to think about in post-production. Oh, man, I wish I would have said this because I got a great video there. Rather, know that up front before you start filming so that you can send them to the right location at the right time. Okay, five very, very cool tips. Pinned comments, number one, community tab, number two, number three, timestamps, number four, get into shorts, not literally, but get, never mind, get into shorts, and number five, <laughs> signals, keep people watching more and more of your channel. That is what YouTube wants to see. Alan, thank you very much. Great tips. This applies to every single channel, regardless of size, and people can implement these today, which is what I love. Nice and practical. So I appreciate you taking the time to share it with us. It was great to be here. And for the rest of you guys still hanging out here, don't forget to hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast application. Don't forget to share this episode with at least one other creator, a friend of yours that's also a creator and perhaps looking for those quick wins. These are surely going to help him or her get to that next level because that's what we're all about, helping each other succeed. I appreciate you guys and we'll catch you on the next episode of Tube Talk. Thanks for hanging out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.